Welcome, welcome everyone to a brand new episode of Adventures into Reality. I am Andrew Bartzis, joined by my international co-host, Kathy Ma. Hello, it's great to be here. What a great show this is going to be. I can just feel it. Oh, yes. And for, for many people, that this last weekend, I went to uh, the Cam Yoon event. Uh, Cam Yoon is a, a Shaolin grandmaster, inventor of the Mantis Society of Martial Arts, and does an amazing healing course that teaches people how to delete stress and work issues on the spot, as well as many, many other types of health issues. And I want to say I had an amazing time, learned a great amount of stuff. And that's right. Even me, I still get out there and learn because when you're not learning, you're not allowing your brain to have a whole new layer of experience to blend with with it is what is yours. Wow, it sounds like it was really amazing. I mean, I can't even imagine all the healings that must have gone on for the whole group. Yes, we saw a a lady with MS, um, a severe case of MS that came up on the stage and they ended up doing some really amazing work working on her ancestors and her descendants, those in the future, as well as dealing with what, what was going on with the chi in her body. And it was just amazing to see her barely be able to get up the steps and then to be able to literally walk around the stage and go down the steps and not have to use the cane. Wow, <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, to see to see that level of intense focus and healing and there were so many other healers at this group it really enlightened my heart to a whole new level that we can reach my goal of creating a billion healers for this world wow is it very difficult to learn um in the beginning no it's a matter of understanding that what you're doing is you you, in this method they have um, they, they, you, the, the words they use, you have a, a, a brain computer, and you have one in your brain and one in your tail, and it has software that we've created. This is what I call programs, or sympathetic or parasympathetic. Same concept, different language, different words, and it goes through a process of muscle tensing and muscle testing internally of your own body to discover weaknesses. Then you strengthen the weakness through the central core and a, and a number of other processes, and you can immediately get results because you can feel the changes within your own system. Wow. That's incredible. Even to have a very minor immediate result is absolutely amazing. And again, it's coming down to that internal knowingness. Being able to achieve the state of no mind and your spirit is not bringing futures or past in for you to deal with karmas. You're reaching that true neutral state, what I call sacred neutrality. In their perspective, it is just neutrality to all things. It can be termed the same thing, but the prose that I use is to inspire people to make something sacred. So neutrality truly means something to your perspective. Mm. Wow. I mean, that is something really everyone should consider is that neutrality, isn't it? I mean, you so often forget about it. Exactly. You'll, you'll oftentimes forget about it. And, and what was so amazing about the Univent, people from all over the world, there are person from Thailand, people from Germany, Denmark, all over the world. And, and to see these people um, come to meet uh, Dr. Cam Yoon, he's a 75-year-old grandmaster of Shaolin martial arts, to see him work, to see him in flow, was just a treat of treats. Mm. Wow, that is amazing. And, and then his, his co-host and, and is uh, Marnie Greenberg, and she's a, a master at the Yoon Method also, and she also is 
absolutely amazing. And she brings such a, a youthful, vibrant, feminine energy to the whole process that it just worked so well. Oh, wow. That is truly amazing. Does he travel around much? Like, is if people wanted to see him again, do you think he would come to America again, or is he based here? He's he's based in Los Angeles now. He he actually was based in there for the longest for the longest time. Um, I believe that they are going to be doing more events. You can check out Dr. Cam Yoon or Cam Yoon on his website K A M Y E U N, and uh, then you can you can find out all about him. Check him out on YouTube. Um, there probably will be another. This is his first event he's done in five years, so mm-hmm. it was a, a very rare treat to be able to go to it. Yeah, <laughs> amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Synchronicity is a strange thing, isn't it? <laughs> That's right. And the, the networks and contacts of people that I made there was just really, really special. Oh, I'm sure. You must have come across some amazing people from all different walks of life. At every walk of life. And the amount of doctors and chiropractors that were learning this method was just really special because they got it. They mm-hmm. could see that their hundreds of thousands of dollars of stuff that they spent on machines over 20 years can be all be done through energy and can be felt on the spot, especially dealing with back injuries, spinal injuries, dealing with chronic pain. Wow. Wow. Has he been doing this all his life, or was it something that he discovered later in life? Um, he's been doing it since his 30s, and he's 75 now. So wow. you know, to become a grandmaster at Shaolin martial arts is a lifetime of study. Mm-hmm. Wow, he sounds like a truly amazing guy. Yeah, I believe your, your mother also took a course with him many, many years ago, and your mother yes. is an amazing healer also. Yes, that is very true. Uh, he came to Hong Kong and did a course out there, and my mother was blown away because uh, she's a, a big healer as well. And, you know, she's – I remember her coming back, and the most excited part of it was she was saying, it's so simple, I understood it. <laughs> it is <laughs> that simple. Yeah, you have this hesitancy when you go to anything because you're thinking, oh, should I take notes, you know, do I need to study up? <laughs> but he's, she said he was amazing. And in those days, he was talking about retiring because he was getting older. So she, for him to be doing something again is just absolutely, you know, a chance in a lifetime. Yeah, a chance in a lifetime. To be able to, to again, once again, study with a Shaolin Grandmaster that has all these unique perspectives on energy meridians health Mm. and wellness spirituality that is not religious but is still dealing with the etheric concepts and how they affect the body the mind Mm. the soul the programs that run us Mm. Mm. yeah i I mean it's all just about energy at the end of the day i mean so many things what it comes down to is energy the energy flow the chi within us and around us and just looking at a different way to comprehend it and harness it. Exactly, to harness it. And then to have a strong neutralis, neutrality, to, neutrality to harnessing so you don't fall into the, the throes of power. Mm. Mm. See, that's, that's the other thing. So many people, when they, they get into healing, they feel the power, and that's great, and they, they need to flow with it, but they're not neutral to the power. Yes. They yes. begin using it for more exterior or interior purpose that have other 
subtle agendas that, that guide it away from its true source. Mm-hmm. And when you have a very strong neutrality, especially a sacred neutrality, you can begin to observe your body, your mind, your spirit for its compartments that it is. Mm-hmm. And one yeah. compartment doesn't talk to the other, or you have one compartment that talks to five compartments and they plan a strategy to reject you, the I am, from the body. <laughs> yes, the little silent rebellion. <laughs> exactly, the little person in us that doesn't want to go to work that day, and as soon as you get up in the morning, oh, you're calling in sick. Yeah. And the next thing you know, you're calling in sick, and then at the end of the week, you're like, I need money, why did I call in sick? Yes. <laughs> in fact, I didn't do anything. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes, I think we've all been in that alley. <laughs> exactly, and that is contrast coming into our life through these programs that we've created to keep us resolving energy and debt, the mm. ever-evolving debt door. When we stop our programs, our central nervous system, from acting or interacting with those energies by consciously going into a, a, a state of heavy neutrality, a state of heavy change where your neutrality is looking for programs that are creating signature frequency matches for karma exchange, like that not going to work. In the, in the Ewan method example, you would identify that in your midline, your center of energy, and then go through a correction and a deletion of that program strengthening the area so that it can no longer create that signature match within yourself. Oh, wow. So it's a correction and a deletion. That, that's yes. ingenious. Mm-hmm. And then if there's a weakness and or, or something that lacking strength, you can strengthen it and use your internal tensing and mu- muscle testing to determine how far you've actually gone. Mm-hmm. And then you get other ways of seeing what, because I talk about ancestors and descendants you know, in, in, the, in, the, in, this, in the readings and how they affect the person, same concept, but you're, you're, you're taking the simplicity of what an ancestor is and making a correction so that ancestor, its karma is resolved and can no longer projected at you. Same thing the contract revocations are doing, but this mm-hmm. is in a direct healing chi energy format that requires a heavy strength and neutrality and a willingness to go into the self as the self-observer of neutrality and then begin to call out the areas of weakness and strengthen them with your heart. Wow. How hard do you think it is for the average person that does not do much energy work to be in that state of neutrality? It isn't hard. They do it every day. It's a matter of aware that they're in the stage. Mm. When you go to work and you find yourself doing, you know, hours of work, you know, in a, in a, a two days of work in a day, you're doing mm. it then. It's a matter of being aware, consciously aware, consciously applying sacred neutrality so that you can have the full level of awareness when an emotion comes up. Is this emotion internal, external? There's a set of protocols that you can you can basically learn to you know, to chart the course of where this is coming. Is it internal? Is it something that is just coming up in the mind? Oh, okay. Or is it truly something coming from external soul base, which could be an ancestor or a descendant? Well, that's a very effective way by categorizing things like that. Mm -hmm. And when you have those levels of category and you have your own high level of neutrality or sacred neutrality is where you can begin to reprogram the self. Mm. depression, anxiety, stress, all of those things that are, we put on ourselves unless somebody is projecting all of it to us because they cannot hold it in their own energy field. 
This is the dirty energy underwear that you guys hear me talk about all the time. Everybody's dumping their energy into their field and we are overly empathic people constantly picking up other people's pollution. Mm, you can discover the weakness in your own body, mind, spirit that allows that to come in. Visualize it and then cr create a correction so that is not used in that format. Mm. So to get to that state, it takes a, 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 a drive to observe neutrally and then a drive to label the stuff that's inside you as a label so you can make baseline corrections, midline corrections, spirit corrections, or just go into a flow that allows the self to identify many different aspects and then to resolve them all in a series of lines or prose or whatever it is that connects to the source of information that you're trying to change, alter, or have deeper understand why it's there. Wow. You know, when you say it out loud like that, it sounds so logical. <laughs> it, it is that simple. It is yeah. that simple. It is that simple. And there are a lot of people out there, as soon as they're, they are confronted with the simple puzzle, that they, they can't solve it. It's mm. too simple for them. Mm. But that's the nature of spirituality. It, it is dual. It is your individual journey and a group journey simultaneously. But you can't mix the two unless you're consciously aware and neutral to both sides. Otherwise, you begin exchanging karma <laughs> with your own dirty side, which then brings your spirit side back into less than neutrality. Pesky karma. <laughs> exactly. Pesky karma. That's why we are here to remove karma as an entire system of exchange. It is no longer serving this species or this universe. Mm. Yes. We have to stop being the sponges. Exactly. Mm. So how has your weekend been, Kathy? Uh, mine has been great. Um, my mother is visiting America, so that's very exciting for me. Uh, she just got in uh, the middle of last week. Uh, this time, the jet lag is not as bad. Um, but when she left Hong Kong, it was absolutely pissing down rain. She wasn't even sure if she could fly. So she's loving this sunshine out here in North Carolina. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. And it, it's great. It's great to have her here. And she's also itching to do a bit of healings for me and my family, which is great. We've got a nice little massage healing table set up for her. So I have been enjoying that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's always really wonderful to have her around because she is such an amazing healer. Um, she's been doing a lot of stuff with uh, Cranial Sacral, assisting in their seminars and the somatic experience. So that has been great. It's been a, really great to learn off her, of, uh, you know, all the updated stuff that she has been learning. Ooh, All right, hello? Uh, you got to call her, you got to stay muted for just a second. All right, I want to remind everyone, Revolution Radio at freedomslips.com is a fully listener-supported station. So if you like this no-corporate-interference, stop on by the site support button and keep the station running. So we are going to take our first caller, Kathy. We have a, a, a special set of rules that we've sent out to everyone in the email. If you are calling via Skype, so please check out that email. Anyways, our first caller, 262, your name and where you're calling from? Uh, my name's Daniel Sosa, and I'm calling from Kenosha, Wisconsin. 
Welcome, Daniel, from Kenosha, Wisconsin. What kind of questions do you want to ask today? Well, um, there's been a lot going on in, uh, at my home over, over here. Um, I'm very close with my girlfriend's daughter, and uh, sorry, I'm a little looked up. Um, she's uh, standing next to me now. Mm-hmm. She, her, her gift, her sight, uh, has awakened okay. very heavily. Um, they, over this last week, She's seeing and communicating with spirits that are around, and uh, we seem to have drawn the attention of some very negative stuff. That's uh, um, okay. How old is she? Are, she's ten. She's ten. Can oh, she's I 11. hear her? Sorry, she's, 11. she's eleven. Can I hear her voice for just a second, even if she just says hello and goodbye? Yep. Hold on a second. Okay. Bye. Hi, what's your name? Kaya. Kaya, and how old are you? Eleven. So, so what what happened with you? You 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 said you guys are seeing something now. Um. Yeah, I kind of was earlier, and it wasn't that big of a deal to me. I thought it was like just my eyes playing tricks on me, and then I just started seeing people that, um that were in my house and we found out that um they were the people that lived here um like 80 years ago and uh then there was these just people that are like trying to get to us now so okay are you scared um no not that much anymore actually okay all righty go, go go ahead and uh, put 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 the other guy back on all righty so just a second okay <laughs> we're on speaker Okay, so what's going on here is actually the, the, the energies of your area have been heavily, heavily activated. Um, and I think your, your daughter is in a scenario where what is going on, the land is actually activating her DNA and what natural skills are starting to come into, uh, come into being here. Uh, the first thing that's very, very, very important, she needs to get a new set of shoes. The old shoes are, are going to lead her down an old path, and, and we as human beings have deep imprinting from our shoes. Um, if you could also get her, when she's with new shoes, to also make sure she does some kind of barefoot grass running, like once or twice, twice a week. You get her out into an area where she can run, you know, 200 yards on bare grass, 100 yards on bare grass. Um, very, very, very important that that goes on. The next thing here is what's coming to her and you in this land is a requirement of ancestral balancing. There is a portal of energy. Uh, Jorge, Jorge, you're going to have to mute. That's too much noise we're having coming from you. So you're going to you're going to see a tremendous amount of ancestral karma coming out of of the land itself and beginning to alter and affect your daughter and your home. So it's important that you begin to do the process of offering energy to the ancestors, prayers to the ancestors, as well as the future future people that are going to be living in that area. She has become, let's just say, a nexus of the land's awareness because of her previous lifetimes as a person that resolved the traumas of the land. A person that could go to a place that has had a heavy earthquake and thousands of people die at it, and she could come with uh, a variety of people that have other special talents and begin to heal the land, remove the dead people, 
and then go to the next level where new people can come and move in there and a new grid of ancestors would be built there. So it's a very unique soul set concept that that at this stage of the game to have a soul here on this world and going through that awakening is a, a big responsibility, a very big responsibility. Yeah. Yeah, I feel the weight of that. <laughs> okay. But I also feel very lucky um, and, I, and I feel like I'm the right person for the job as well. Well, very good. I want to bring Kathy in here and talk about the energies that are flowing in and around your house and your area. Hmm. Okay. Um, Could you describe the exterior of your house briefly to me? Okay. Well, we we live on a corner, Mm -hmm. um, and we are. There's an alley that uh, that passes uh, behind our garage that is. Last night, in particular, that's where these dark energies and entities kind of came out at us. Um, sorry, motorcycles driving by. Um, so, yeah, we're we're on a corner mm-hmm. uh, for a great house, two-story. Are house. you on a flat land or a slope? We're on a uh, fairly flat land. Yeah, flat, flat land. Mm-hmm. Do you have other houses around you? Um, yeah, we have, we're in a neighborhood, um, there, uh, city corner from, from us, there is like a vacant lot that, that, uh, connects to a main road, and saw the mm-hmm. traffic sounds. So you are close to the main road, is that right? Yes, very. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and when you're, um, from your living room... Is that where you spend most of your time? Yeah, as a family. Um, yeah. Okay. Spend a lot of time. So, if you're in the living room, does that have windows? Yeah. Where um, are the windows yeah, in in relation to where you all sit? Well, I my kind of spot is right underneath the windows, which are on the east side, the main windows in that room. Mm-hmm. And um, there is another small window on the uh, south wall and there's a couch underneath that one as well what can you see out of the window where you sit um well there's there's curtains there but um we can see um houses across the street there's a tree um one of actually one of the entities that kai has been communicating with lives right across the street and we can see her house uh from and she's got two brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's right in our view as well. We live directly across the street. So is it like a, a like lots of foliage kind of view, or is it like a more deserted? I mean, I know you have a tree there and a house further away, but the rest of it is there lawn, gravel. Yeah. Well, we have a short like a short front lawn, and then the sidewalk, and then another little patch of grass before the road and then it's that's kind of mirrored across the street as well and that's how the whole block is mm-hmm and do you what about the other window sorry there's a second window right yeah there's a second window and that one um covered and a little too tall to see out of but that same tree the branches kind of come down around that um and then that one's facing the main road and there's uh there's less greenery, I guess. 
Okay, that's the music that's coming up for the break. Could you just hold on after the music will continue? Yes, thank you. Thank you. Welcome back, everyone, to Adventures into Reality with Andrew Bartzis and Kathy Ma. Just to remind you all, you can get a private session with Andrew or myself by contacting Tanok at Tanok at GalacticHistorian.com. And we'll get to the bottom of your issues and help you see a better way ahead. So go ahead and contact Tanok, T-E-N-O-C-H, at GalacticHistorian.com. So, Daniel, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, so sorry, what you were describing, the second window that was trees, a bit branchy outside? Um, yeah, it's, a, it, it's not one that we can look out really. We have uh, tapestry hanging over it. Um, okay. And that living room is also connected to our kind of dining room area and one big thing, and there's a big window looking out. Okay. And that room as well. Um. One of the things I'd like to suggest, if it's a possibility, is as much as possible, keep that room very bright. So if you tend to have the curtain shut, open the curtain so when, during the day so there is more light. Because um, in the situation that you're in, the, the more light, and especially natural light that is in a house, the better. Because it is almost like a calming type of energy and it's dispelling any, let's call them heavy energies that might be hanging around. Um, so yes, you, you still want to be embracing the energies that are there, but you just want them to be in a calm place so that there is no scary, scary stuff going on. Um, if you don't have a lot of opportunity to have more light, like if you can't like chop a few limbs off the tree and, and not be so shaded, then um, put some lamps there. Um, and if it if it, you're in one of those houses also that does not have an overhead light on the ceiling, then more lamps around the house in the living room area. Okay. That's okay. Awesome. Okay. And then could you also describe to me uh, Kaya's room? Is that where okay. is... Sorry, go on. Oh, Kai's room is upstairs, and she personally uh, feels the safest there. That that nothing can come in there. Mm -hmm. um, that she doesn't. That she doesn't want. But um, so she, hers is um, upstairs, and there's a there's a big window facing the facing the south, and mm -hmm. along her her room. But that's the only window in that room. Mm -hmm. So when you come in the doorway to her bedroom, where is her bed in relation to the doorway? It's it's straight ahead. It's right up against the the wall that you would look at the the, the southern wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or it's in the corner of the southern wall and the. Um, okay, the, so is the, the, the where her feet are? Is that facing the doorway? Yes, it is. Okay. Is there a possibility to move the bed so that her feet do not face the doorway? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it'll take a little bit of work, but we could do that. Okay, because, you know, for anyone's room, actually, it's not a good, it's not an ideal scenario to have your feet, your, sorry, your feet facing the doorway. 
because there's a lot of energy that you have yourself that you will be losing that's going through the doorway in terms of energy flow. So one of the things that's a very basic thing that can be done is that you move the bed so that neither her head nor her feet are facing the doorway. That way when she's asleep, which is, you know, for most people at least, let's say, six hours of the day, her her natural energy that she has in, within her own body does not flow in and out of this doorway kind of thing. So when she is asleep, everything is intact and she is not influenced by other energies the same as if she would be facing the doorway. And w one of the reasons that that would be good for her, especially at her age, is that she hasn't learned how to control, uh, like let's call it a protective bubble around her yet. I mean, it takes a lot to be able to have this skill to develop a protective bubble around you while you sleep. Um, even at 30, one might not master this skill. So at 11, this is going to be a challenge. So if you can do anything at all, like move the bed, it's going to be helping her. So in her nighttime sleep, she is more protected in that sense. Um, and this doesn't really matter if she feels safe in her room or not. We're just trying to empower her and keep her energy together. Okay. And with her window, what can you see outside the window? Um, you can see uh, a neighbor's home. Um, um, basically just the one neighbor's home, right? Mm. Is it like a... Oh. She Sorry. can see a couple, like, into the second story, she can see into the backyard to the few houses um, across the street. And she can see past that alleyway that, uh, where there are things um, mm. lurking as well, so she sees a lot of stuff there. Mm. Right now she can see those... Um, Would you say that the, the view of the house next door is a... A pleasing, simple line kind of view, um, or a more um, like lots of things sticking out, like uh, gutters and uh, window panes, and like is it a, a more clean, fresh line, or is it more decorative, got lots of stuff attached to it? Um, it's, I think it's more of a clean line. Yeah, there's mm. not much hanging off of that space. Hmm. Okay. Well, in that case, I would say for that, probably during the day would be good to have sheer, sheer curtains. And then somewhere near the bottom of the window or just underneath the window, um, some form of silk plants or flowers. Uh, okay. what it, it doesn't matter the color really in, in this scenario. Something that um, Kia would consider cheery. And, you know, like some people, it's some flowers, some it's uh, posies, you know, whatever it is. But uh, probably okay. not live plants. Um, and plastic ones often don't maintain their shape over time. So it's silk is easier. Then you can just wipe it and dust it as well, um, you know, just on a practical level. Okay. But I think that would also help a lot in terms of um, just controlling the flow of energy that's coming in. Because even though you have clean look uh, outside, which is good, uh, of the house next door, you know, th there still is some interference in, t in terms of line of sight. So the shears will just, you know, mellow that out. It's almost like when you look at something and you focus on it, 
uh, you can see it clearly and then if you concentrate and unfocus your eyes it's all a bit blurry that's kind of the effect we're after okay when she looks okay. out the window uh, not because it's scary but just to get a handle on things and control the amount of energy flow that comes in okay. um, could okay. I is it okay if I have a few words with Kia oh Kaya yeah she's oh, right Kaya, here sorry hi Kaya I wanted to know when you look at uh, people at the moment do you see a lot of cuddles around them um I saw white orbs and things like that at first, but I, I'm beginning to see a lot of people. We just found out, like, there's a family um, living in our house and um, across the way, which they're both very, very nice um, beings. So it's pretty much just um, spirits now. Okay. They're around so Okay. Well, you know, one of the reasons this is going on for you is because you, you're a very, very bright light. You have Imagine it like this. You're like a bright candle. And your energy is very good and very pure and very clean. So everything is attracted to it because they want to be, it's like you have a fireplace. You want to go closer to the fireplace because it's nice and cozy and comfy. It's kind of a bit like that. And that's, that's all good. That's okay. As long as you don't feel threatened or scared, that's all good. For me, when I look at you yeah. and your energy right now, I would say a lot of it is very, very positive. You know, like people or spirits or energies that you're seeing are quite friendly and almost popping up to say hello let's call it that's exactly what's going on with that. yeah there's um yeah actually like this, like i said the family here um mm -hmm. they like they're so nice and i and i know all of their names and people across the street know their names like everybody's so friendly and a lot of people come with me to school to make sure i'm protected Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and that's great. It's very nice. Mm. Yeah. And one of the things that you'll start to find, if you haven't already, is that you'll start to see big colors around people that are actually in this lifetime alive. And that's also another thing that you don't need to worry about. It's just an ability to see auras and see how people are at. Like, you would be able to... For example, you might see a mum and today she looks kind of orange on the left side and green on the right and then tomorrow it looks all blue. And I bring this up only because it's interesting. So over time you'll start to learn how to read that and what it means because you will just know inside your heart. At the beginning you might think, oh, that's kind of weird. Maybe it's sun, you know, but it's not. You're being able to see different states of people because everyone's aura changes all the time so if you're happy it might be one color if you're sad if you're not well you've got a pain in your leg and over time because you talk to people and you know what their state is you'll be able to distinguish that kind of thing and that will be very cool it'll be a lot of fun for you don't be scared if it changes and you're a bit, bit worried because it's the colors are moving too fast it's just the way people are feeling. Sometimes their emotions change very fast and you don't, as a normal everyday person just looking at it and not being able to see color, you don't understand that's how fast people's energy and uh, emotions can change. But once you can see that, it gets a bit spooky at the beginning just because you're not used to it. But once you get used to it, it's very easy. 
And from there onwards, you could take that skill wherever you want to go with that. How good are you at typing or texting? Um, I text a lot with my mom and my dad, so I'm pretty like I'm pretty good at it. I can I can um, type pretty fast, so. Mhm. Mm could you consider maybe typing it down or writing it down like a journal, like a diary about what you do, what what you see, who, what they tell you? Yeah, like, sure. I mean, I'm. Go on. What? Sorry, go on. Oh, um, yeah. Um, so you said what they tell you. Um, uh, by like communicating with um the spirits, kind of help because I um I do that a lot. In fact, I have full blown conversations with this boy named Andrew who used to share my bedroom and everybody else in his family, but mostly him when I'm like going to sleep and. Um, I'm always talking to him. He comes to school, so I guess that. Hmm. Well, it's almost like doing a little chronicle. So, you, if you have the time, just start to write it down. Like, oh, I saw Andrew today. He said, you know, bloody blah blah blah, and I thought that was great because whatever. Or I learnt about you know this era in time back in the 1950s. This happened, or whatever it is. Whatever that you think is worth writing down that you would uh, have a good experience with, or even, you know, if you have doubts, whatever it is, write it down. Uh, we call it a little bit like journaling. I guess it's like a chronicle, and you're just telling, telling a story of what's happening to you every day, but it's for you. You don't have to show it to anyone, just for you, so that you can go back a bit later as well, and you can think oh yeah yeah you know and later on if you want to do something with it you can it's completely up to you but this would be a great opportunity to be able to do something like that at the moment mm -hmm. yeah okay that's um, great I'll start doing that do you have any questions about what's going on no but I kind of want to say like is they when I first started seeing them I guess um I got, I got scared of them a lot, but like now it's pretty much just average, normal day, like talking, seeing, feeling them around, and mm. um, and so it's really like not that scary anymore. In fact, like I feel much, much more happy now. I used to have some problems with depression and things, and it's just like completely gone away almost just because of these beings that mm. um, help me through everything. Yeah, she had um, at the right time. Sorry, go on. Yeah, it, it's it, it was it's kind of uncanny the way things unfolded. Um, Kaya, we were having a discussion about them and how this was growing and everything, and this was just last week. And then um, they started in that very conversation. They started communicating with her, showing themselves to her, showing themselves to her little brother, um, touching us, and we were having this great, amazing experience. And then all of a sudden, they all started panicking. Um, um, especially one of them named Sarah, uh, because there are these beings coming, these these giant light being things that were um, out to harm us, but they couldn't find us. They were like sweeping the area from three different directions, coming in towards us. Mm, and then, mm. um, so that was unusual. And then ever, ever and then 
just last night. Um, oh, also, she like right away was having past life uh, information coming to her, and found that I believe her past life um, is tied in with uh, this neighborhood and the people that are here that are communicating with her and um, friends and family and things. And uh, and I don't know what we drew the attention of, but now there's these, um, I, I guess they would be like dead Illuminati magicians or something that are outside of our house and they've been hanging out there since, what, yesterday they came around? Yeah. When we were doing like a uh, fire ceremony outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when she, when she, yeah, she was, so our concern is these guys, they're, they're kind of threatening us, you know, um, Okay. Let me help you. Let me help you here for a second. So, first thing first, she's a bright light, and bright lights need to have protectors. And this is what you need to engage the ancestors with. This is what I was talking in the very beginning about you beginning to perform ancestral energy exchanges. The fire ceremonies are one thing. When you do a fire ceremony for the express purpose of giving energy to the ancestors, it starts as your initial story, creating the sacred space, enforcing the sacred space. So the words that are said in the ceremony are amplified sacred words that give energy to the ancestors that are in the positive cycle and flow in and around your home. It's important that she does the four corners protection of her bed and you guys do the four corner protection of your property. So those perspectives yeah. what are projecting that you believe to be Illuminati concepts they are just the money curse still trying to entangle with her. And the system has identified her as one of those people that can be a very powerful, potential, famous future person at a very high level. If she should choose to understand that the ability to communicate with these beings has a responsibility behind it responsibility to accurately say what they what they're what they're what they're doing but to still give her perspective because she's still the one communicating there is a tremendous amount of information that can come from the spirit world by this young girl that can connect to tens of thousands of other children who are having the same experience but are afraid to tell their own parents yeah this is um this is kind of what she picked up on last night that she was going to be able to help out a lot of people in that um, with her through her experience if we can I don't know hey, if we can can I, let me talk to Kaya real quick yeah, Kaya, right here. how you doing Kaya um good okay are, are any of the entities around right now oh yeah uh -oh. they're always around um, okay so I, I, I want you I want you to ask one of them um, is there anything that I can do to assist them in the unseen world? Uh, they, um, they said, well, the people in the house said that I've done enough, that they're very happy with what I've accomplished in the last few weeks, and they think that, um, that they have all the things that they need from me right now. I'm asking what Andrew, me, I can do for them. So ask them what Andrew Bartz is, the galactic historian, at this moment in space-time right now can do to assist them. Uh, he, um, well, actually, uh, the person that's in my bedroom is actually named Andrew also. And uh, he said, honestly, he said, um, you know, just spread the word about us, to, like, 
through this, um, which you, like, this is amazing, what you're doing right now, um, he says what you're doing right now is enough for him because he thinks that this is great, that um, more and more people are starting to wake up and know about all of this, and most of it, well, a lot of it is coming from you um, having this, so. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I actually want you to actually communicate with all of them and, and, and send into your mind, is there any energies that they need? Because right now we're connected to tens of thousands of other people live who also have a signature frequency that is looking for a teaching so that the other beings similar to them in other places in space-time can be connected to this source frequency and a resolve can come. Um, they aren't, like, they're pretty much just saying, like, no, honestly, like, uh, I was just sitting here and asking them, and all of the family, all of the people are saying, like, no, thank you, but, like, I don't know, it's weird. Mm-hmm. No, it makes perfect sense to me. It was one of those, um, attempts at helping them understand they're communicating with, with you. You are going to be a, a, a very special child and a very special adult if you can find your focus, make something sacred, learn the different ways of energy exchange, go out and seek other people who are energy healers who can empower your central nervous system because as a child you're going through growth and you're going to need your family protectors, your father and the spiritual protectors around you as you go deeper into a higher level of communication. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hi. Yeah. So, Kathy, do you have anything else you want to add? Hmm. I think I really would enjoy it if you could call us again in three months. Because I'd really like to see if any of these things that we've talked about have made you or enabled you to have a stronger handle on what's going on. Yeah, I agree with Andrew. Sure. I, oh, sorry. Um, I, I do agree with Andrew. I think that you're a super special lady. You really are. And there are, are big things coming for you, definitely. Um, I mean, big good things <laughs> to happen in your life, not big things flying around. Um, I really don't get the sense that you need to worry about some of the things that you're seeing. I know... Some of them are a bit freaky. Some of them are a bit spooky, scary. But I look at your energy and I see it intact in a protective aura. So I don't worry for you. I'd just like you to make those little few changes in the in the where you're living, and then maybe check in with an with us again then because these sort of things you take in levels. You do a little bit by a little bit, and as time goes on, more stuff evolves. And certainly chronicling down what's going on, what's being said, will be very helpful for your own outlet and also useful for you later. Okay. Yeah, thank you. You're most welcome. I got, I got one, one, last, one last thing to say. Really, really encourage her to learn words and, and what the words really mean. It, it, many people know I'm a very big stickler for words. 
Yeah. Try to come up with a fun word game where you can teach her new words so that she can begin using them in her in her regular language and typewritten language. Okay. She is a writer and, and, and at some point in time she's gonna be a very, very famous future person. I'll just tell you that. I but definitely agree can, with that. <laughs> and only she can manifest it. And giving her the power of words and the true words meaning behind the words you are going to empower her greatly. I, I understand. I understand. Yeah. Great. And I love you guys so much. I've been a, a listener for quite a while, and I just appreciate this so much. Thank you for calling in, and thank you, Kaya, for talking with us, too. Yeah, thank you. And we look yeah, forward to talking you. to you again in three months and see how things are going. Okay. Yeah. Heidi, you guys have a good day. You too. You too. Wow, what a special call, Kathy. I know, really special. We knew we were going to get some good stuff today, and it's already started. <laughs> it's already started, exactly. What an amazing being she is, really. I mean, and at such a young age, it's she's going to have such an exciting and fulfilling life. I mean, me and you were both very young when our skills were turned on. Mm, that is true. It is a reflection of us, and this is what we both prayed for that we didn't really have growing up. Yes, if only we knew something. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, for her age, she really has fully what is the word, understood to a degree what's going on. I mean, for us, I'm sure, well, I didn't know. <laughs> But her, her grasp of, of what is happening is very impressive. That's because the beings that are communicating with her are teaching her the synaptic way of tele telepathy, the actual mm -hmm. way of, of growing the actual synapses that it requires to have telepathic communication and not just verbal only. Ah, no wonder. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Uh, 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 every now and then I, I, I peek into the future. Then, and you find things that are solidified pieces of an ancient future that are, are present now. Mm. And to see this other family around there, I, I realize that it's the soul family that understood ultimately it wasn't going to be in a DNA skin suit on the world when the change would happen. Because that is part of our great change is acknowledging as spirits, as human beings in physical body, there's an unseen world that doesn't use bodies that's still layered over us. And that soul family realized it wasn't going to be in skin suits for the great change. It was going to be the first generation that comes after we make change, the new children. Oh. And they're making sure that Kaya is trained in the synaptic way of true telepathy so they can have a future to exist in. Wow. All right, everyone, that is our break. And, and welcome oh. back, everyone. We are going to continue in the callers in just a second here. Kathy, you know, when we have children come on and are able to talk to them, it, it really, you know, for you and I, it's a special little treat, isn't it? Oh, it is. It is really special, and it's so uplifting as well. Um, yeah. And to be able to, you know, open people's minds at that age and assist them along in their journey is just such a gift. It really is. Exactly. All right, so we're going to move on to the next caller. The next caller is George. Your name and where you're calling from? Hello. Hey, George, where are you calling from today? Hi, Andrew. Hi, Kathy. I'm calling from Vancouver, BC, on Canada. 
Welcome. It's been a little while since we talked to you, George. How are you doing today? Oh, um, first, uh, I'm very happy and honored to be here. To me, it's a big joy to have the chance to be in communication with my galactic historian and with Kathy Ma. That is such a great inspiration, both of you, for me, as well as all the GH team. You guys, I love you guys. I always um, have a big... Um, joy with all of you because you are a true light in my life and I like to watch your shows and I like to follow your guidance and since I've been hearing your shows my life has been changing drastically. I've been um, doing the contract revocations and I my life has been changed in a big way and I'm really, really thank you for that. Andrew Very cool. and Kathy. So, so what, what, what kind of changes have you seen with the contract revocations? Well, um, I start to having more um, balance in my life because my life used to be very chaotic. I used to live in both extremes of, of the life. If I was not doing very well, I was doing very bad. And um, I have been able to, to reach balance. I have more understanding and more important I try to keep the awareness that that I have most of the time I try to uh, to be aware of my actions of my words and try to get better and, and and the contract revocation is a is the biggest tool that I have received for for uh, for being able to to have that change in my life Wonderful, wonderful. So what kind of questions do you want to ask today? Well, I, I, I want to ask you, Andrew, the last time that we talked about it, I was telling to you that I'm, um, um, I was uh, receiving some kind of messages. My wife, uh, my wife is not here right now, but actually uh, she's a medium and she's able to, uh, in some times, in occasions to receive messages or visits even we have been visited for uh, from some beings here in my in my house and mm -hmm. and we have the chance to to have some conversations with them and I wish to to uh, I wish to be myself of more uh, help as well I wish to to have the chance to have this uh, interactions not only uh, through my wife but uh, by myself I I'm always kind of uh, following or, or very inclined to to the galactics and the I being so, uh, having a relationship with my brothers and sisters from the Yale from from a few years now and and mm -hmm. and I'm constantly feeling uh, their energy and their love and support and um, Andrew, uh, can you give me some some note in regarding to uh, if I'm gonna be able to do some uh, channeling? The answer is yes, and it's a matter of you understanding. You need to build up the reserves of energy so you can activate your golden tube of protection. Um, if, you, if you're on the member site, I've been doing these meditation teachings. Have you seen those? Uh, no, I haven't seen them yet. 
All right, so there's there's three episodes, and there's about to be a fourth tomorrow also that is training people how to go from uh, a physical state into an astral state to an astral projection state by training yourself to go between here and halfway between the moon and then coming back into your body and engaging the golden tube of projection and then going to the sun and then communicating with the beings on the sun, which then take you to any other galactic portal that's out there. Um, and this is a muscle, a spiritual muscle training exercise of visualization. Now, you are going to be a, v- a very amazing person when it comes to you communicating to otherworldly beings, celestial beings. Your wife is a medium. If you do this right, where you do it as a ceremony and you find somebody that can do a some form of regression on you, it will simplify it for you and you'll be you'll use a lesser volume of energy to get more information. If you just try to just start channeling with no focus and just trying to record it, you'll use a tremendous amount of energy and you won't get that much source energy and source emissions out of what you're trying to do. You're going through the polluted environment by making it sacred, by doing the the stuff in the meditation teachings and connecting to the sun, what naturally is in your one degree of galactic separation will come to you in a form of the medium energy. Some will be planetary minds in the function of the sun who are stepping down their consciousness to individually communicate with you as a medium so that things in your physical one degree of separation on this world begin to alter as you resonate a pattern similar to that of the celestial, solar, or galactic entity you're communicating with as a medium source so you can take information from the sun and then take it back to the earth and step it down in light frequency so we can retain it in memory or write it out and document for this world. It'll be important that you do this in your native language It's not that you can't do English. You are far more prose-filled in your native language. You are far more able to use your intellect to not fill in the blanks, but understand the true source meaning as you're searching for the right word order that describes what the message is coming through. Thank you, Andrew. Okay. So the next thing here is it's the contract revocations are your, your foundation. Your next foundation is where you have got to build a field of energy around you that is your bank accounts, your reserves, so that if some form of galactic communication or exterior communication is signaling you, you have a limited window of opportunity. You can choose not to do it, but the amount of energy that you'll get in in return for recording this into the major, into the world will be outstanding, and sometimes we can't resist these offers. You must make sure that you have the energy always to use the golden tube of protection to activate your sacred guardians so that if a message that does have a limited opportunity of manifesting in this world can happen, you are doing your due diligence and service to this world by making sure the true authentic source, you, is fact-checking through the forms of time, which is I'm in this broad time, and I am communicating with this type of source. It is not using my mind, or is it using my stream? It is communicating to me at a telepathic level, and I am merely translating it into my native language with native expression. And yes, there's a telepathy behind it, but the telepathy behind it, when manifested into words, whether they're spoken out loud or on paper, have the rest of the telepathy attached to that frequency teaching. Thank you. 
So something else, you may want to really, really sharpen your skills when it comes to learning reading music music itself, sheet music particularly. Thank you, Andrew. Because um, so, what I see here is you have one sheet music, another sheet music, and one's for the saxophone, one's for the drum, and then there's another one that's for the violin. And then there's a rock band that's got its whole its own set of music. And that rock band is what is attracting you to this medium concept so that you can communicate to these other instruments who are making up an orchestra of communication from a collective. Wow. So if you use sheet music, like one piece of sheet music as the saxophone from you know the beginning of the song to the end of the song, the other one's this one, you'll be able to put together the bigger way the collective is trying to assist you in creating your own mediumship. Because there may be some scenarios where it's the saxophone solo or the drum solo that manifests whatever the language needs to be for that for that you know, coming together of the orchestra and the, the chorus that goes with it. Yes, Andrew. Then you you recommend me to go and learn to learn to learn to read some music, Andrew? Yeah, you can just go on Google how to learn read re, learn to read sheet music and see yourself as a maestro, a person that puts together the orchestra. You know, or you may even want to go to a music store and look for some classical music. And look for a director's piece of, you know, Handel's Messiah. So the director has the saxophone part, the drum, the, you know, the 100 instruments that are in there. And the, the maestro has memorized everyone's part and can hear when the band is in fluid or not. And that's the one that's keeping time. And by having these concepts in your mind that each is a stream of information and you are the conductor of this stream of information, you will become very, very accurate at translating what the the collective is trying to teach you at the moment and then after you've been taught how they can teach the world without imprinting them negatively or assisting them at removing negative programs that keep them in a disresonant past process. Thank you, Andrew. Andrew, I have a, 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 another question for you. Uh, how you see my relationship with my brothers that I'm going to meet in the Lodge brother? Right, I want to bring Kathy in here for a second. And you Thank were referring, you. referring to the, the Mason's Lodge, correct? Yes. Yes, yes I remember that. I want to bring Kathy in here to talk about your social life, your business life, and how it's interacting with the rest of your frequency. Thank you very much. Thank you, Kathy. Uh, you're welcome. Um, you said the relationship between your brother and your Lodge brother, is that right? Uh, yes, my relationship with my brothers in the lodge, yes. Oh, the brothers in the lodge, I see. Yes. Well, hmm, you know, I would say it's complicated. It doesn't look that simple to me. It seems like, um, I guess, is brotherhood the right word? Is that what you call it? Um, uh, let's just call it the brotherhoods to make it simple for me. Yes. <laughs> um, this brotherhood that you're part of, to me, it looks like, you know, the principle is very good, but I think the practical is not really the same. I don't see the um, fostering of uh, true friendship in it. 
is it a possibility um, to change to a different chapter, or is it you can only be in this one? Is that how I, it works? Yes, no, I guess that anytime you can change uh, to, a, to, a different, uh, to a different branch or a different lodge, but uh, I'm, since, since the beginning that I started my relationship uh, with them, I all the time I have a, a big doubt about it. I'm always hesitating about if I if I should continue or not continue. Especially um, uh, earlier before in my life, I have a friend that it was very close to me, and and the bad decisions that he make later on his life it really make an effect on my life as well, and and for a very negative uh, way. And I'm kind of always. Uh, hesitating about that, about I don't mm. want to, to get close to something that after is going to fire back at me. Mm. Well, when I, I look at the situation that you're in now, this uh, group, the Brotherhood, I would say, to be honest, I mean, they're nice people, but I don't know that it's for you, this particular group. I'm not sure that they can provide the, the I don't want to say guidance but the fostering of friendship the helping throughout the life um it's almost like you're on the wrong team if i put it simply um what i would say is why don't you explore what other branches there are because to me it looks like you need a branch that is slightly younger than the one you're in at the moment Yes. And by younger, I mean the membership needs to be a bit younger and probably their history of existence is a bit younger than the one you're currently with. Um, I wouldn't make any drastic changes with what you're doing. You know, I, I, I'd still do what you're doing, attend and be part of it. But meanwhile, just shop around a little bit. And if you can find something that you will, um, let me put it like this. You can find something else, another kind of brotherhood, um, a different chapter, let's call it. Yes. And the minute you meet them, you will know. You will hear my words in your head because the minute you meet them, the way you feel, you'll know exactly that that's the right group. To phase out being in your current group and join a new group does not seem simple. So at all times, you must remember diplomacy and should you choose to change groups, do it very slowly, take your time, make sure no one's upset, no feathers are ruffled. If it takes you a long time to do that, that's okay. But wh when I look at it, I think that there is a younger group out there that would totally suit you and fit you like a glove. And you will find a lot more peace and joy with them than you're currently um, experiencing. And it's not because there's anything wrong with you or you have said anything wrong or that they have done anything wrong. It's just the melding of energies just isn't quite right. Um, and, you know, that's what choice is all about, being able to go out and choose. Sometimes it's just not so simple as an ending and a beginning. There needs to be a, a extrication time that's a bit longer so that everyone is happy with the situation, not, not just you. Do you know what I mean? Yes, totally, Kathy. Thank you very much. Yes, think diplomacy and time. <laughs> yes, yes, that's that, that. Those are two things that I I like to practice in my everyday life. Thank you, Kathy. Kathy, how welcome. you see my business? 
To me, it looks like it's been slow. Has there been an incident that has created some slowness? Yes, you know that my father passed away in 2010 and I was already uh, getting into business and that bring everything totally to the floor. I don't know, I'm not very sure if I went to, into depression or not, but I, after my father passed away, I, I stayed for, I think that for two years at least, uh, very, in a very low uh, energy and, and, mm -hmm. and not able to produce as, as I wish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. I would say that, you know, if I go back that far in time to look, yes, certainly there was some depression for you, but I think it's more that you were frozen in time. Yes, you know, of course, upset, but it's almost like you were incapable of moving, not even backwards, no moving forward, no moving back. It's just one day you would wake up and it was two weeks later. And yes. You, you think, what? <laughs> yes. And, you know, as you go through life, this will get better, but you still will experience these times where you feel like time is frozen. Don't, don't worry about it. It's just your body's way of processing things and protecting you from having too much happen to you too fast all at once. Um, think of it more like it's uh, your guardian that's taking control of things sometimes and letting you experience things at the time that is best for you as opposed to what you would like, you know? Yes, I actually take that time or when I think about that time, I see it as a really introspection because that time that I was frozen, it actually allowed me the opportunity to come and, and learn these things about the energy to meet, uh, to hear Andrew, to see these videos and to get myself better because mm. I was actually very, uh, very lost. Mm -hmm. um, when, let me look at the, um, have you got a new project that you haven't show, showcased yet? Is there something yes. you've been working on? I'm, I'm actually, uh, it's related to my business. I'm starting to, to pushing uh, some publicity and start to getting more active, more in contact with people and trying to push uh, the job because I actually, a few a few weeks ago, I meet my, I have a call from my family in Mexico that we were uh, breaking apart from many years ago and I have the chance to talk with my sister and more important with my son, I have a 21 year old son Mm -hmm. that he is in Mexico with, 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 with his mom and, and he grew there. So mm -hmm. he went he went to to visit my mom looking for me and then we we were able to, to talk all each other and, and and in a very in a very family uh, positive way and, and and makes me feel very excited and makes me try to uh, move my my business faster in order that I can uh, be ready to to give them some some help and help and support when they when they require. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So this this new thing that you've already been working on that you want to showcase, are you still twiddling with it? It's not quite finished yet. Is that right? 
yes, I'm still uh, is a job in progress. I'm pushing the I'm starting the publicity, my website. I trying to start to to get everything online uh, in order to have a good social media uh, publicity. Mm -hmm. And and so far has been uh, has been working well this these last weeks, Katy. Because to me, it looks like that you have been working on something that you're ready to really push out into the market. And I think whatever you've been doing, so in your case, you were saying doing a lot of social media. I think that's an excellent choice, an excellent venue to be doing it. Because when you do push into market, there is success attached to it. So you will be successful at that part of it. I would like you to consider doing it more global based rather than regional based if that makes sense for you yes katia yesterday i don't know if it could be related to that yesterday i was listening to the teachings of of one uh, of one spiritual teacher on the in, on the internet and i was telling my wife that um, okay we're coming up for the music break can you just hold on the line and we'll pick this up yes. after thank yes, you enjoy. thank you katia Welcome back everyone to Adventures into Reality. For those of you interested in a private session and want to go deeper with your questions with either Andrew or myself, go ahead and call the office now at 1 for America 360-894-0692 and they will be happy to answer any questions that you have. Again, the number for a one-on-one -on -one session with Andrew or myself is 1 for America 360 8940692 George are you still there? I'm still here. Thank you, Kathy. You're welcome. So, you were telling me something about global? Yes, I was telling to you that I uh, I was actually uh, talking yesterday with my wife and I was mentioned to her that um I really like to work and I'm excited to have more work and being busy about it. But I was telling to her that if I would have the chance to uh, to really do something that it could help me to get a better balance in my life, to get to balance myself and my family and and more people, I would really I would really like to make that change in my life. Okay, that that's that sounds good. Um, let me let me put this simply, so it's a little roadmap for you. Thank the, you. The the Things that you've been working on are good. They will have success attached to them. Whatever social media you're doing, think about other countries as well besides the countries you have targeted because that will have a good response. I also would like you to do more research into the PR side of things in the sense of how to write a press release. Um, because to me, it looks like a lot of the stuff that you have are great concepts, but it's too many words. You need to have the power words in, that, like the marketing people. So go on the internet, search around and look at other people, what they've done, and try and morph what you have into be more of a salesy pitch as well as the announcement. Because your basic concepts of what, you, what you're doing and what you're going to promote are good. But you need a bit more of the marketing savvy with all the releases that you want to do. And secondly, I want you to also think about you have someone around you that has offered you some help already. 
um, help with the basic concept of what you're doing. And their ideas are different to yours, granted, but there is one or two ideas that is worth considering. So go back again and really think about what this person has given you the input and see if there is some way you can incorporate a little bit of that into what you're doing because that will make a big difference too. Because some of the stuff you are doing is not so simple for people to understand. Whereas this person, I think it's a male, they have a more basic way of interpreting some of it, which would be helpful for the beginners that are going to be experiencing the material that you're promoting. Thank you, Kathy. Yes. And also, to just jump topics completely, you mentioned that you have a son in Mexico that you've recently reconnected with. Um, I really think that if you have the time, it would be great if you could organize a visit whether you go there or he comes to you or you meet halfway somewhere because I see this child as being someone who really needs some guidance and you know fatherly guidance is not easy to come by even if you were born and brought up with the same guy it doesn't mean that there is good guidance going on but I can see that things that you can do or the examples that you can set, that you would set and the words that you would speak just randomly would have a great impact on this boy's life, a positive impact. So see if that is a viable option for you to do sometime this year. Thank you, Kathy. With much joy, actually, I have already uh, planning for him to come and, and stay here for me for for a for a for a few weeks or a few months. We we don't even know, but he's. He's very open and eager to come and visit me here. Excellent. I think that is a fabulous idea. And I think that both of you will learn so much and teach each other so much. I There's a lot of ooh, wonderful energy about it. I applaud you at already moving forward with that. Well done. Thank you, Katia. It's, it's easier with your with, with your help and, and the help of the my historian and listening to you guys being so positive and sharing this much of energy and information through through the internet. I love you guys. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you for calling. We'll have to move on to the next caller now. Thank you. It was an honor and a pleasure to meet you, and we will be continuing communication sometime later. Excellent. You, are, you have a great day. Thank Take you. Take it easy, George. Wow. Thank you. I love you. I love you. Uh, my love you too, stories. George. Bye, Thank guys. Hi. So, next caller, Daniela, are you there? Hi, Andrew. I'm here. Where, where, where are you calling from today? I am calling from Bulgaria. I am in Bul Europe. I am in Bulgaria right now. Bulgaria. Well, welcome to the show. What kind of questions do you want to ask? Well, I would like to ask, I would like to learn a little bit more about myself. I also wanted to say that I am very happy to talk to you because I have a lot of respect for you and for what you do. Um, my question is, I would like to learn a little bit more about myself in terms of past lives that uh, are connected to this uh, current life. Okay. So, so when I look at your energy frequency, immediately I see potentials right away. And I have, I have got to ask this before we go into your past lives. Um, what is it that you do for a job? Um, 
Well, I'm kind of trying to uh, sort things out about the job. I used to do a lot of childcare in the United States. Uh, but after that, after I came back here to Bulgaria, I worked uh, a summer job in the travel industry. Yeah. And um, they just offered me another job for a travel, for a, a travel agency. Uh-huh. So um, this is what I'm um, kind of intending to do. Does it, pay enough, does it actually pay you enough to take the job or is it just something to occupy your time and have some cash coming in? That's what it is actually. It's not much money. No, don't but, do it. Uh, don't, yes. don't do it. You are at a state where the system is forcing you to choose slave survival or self-survival. Okay? Yes. What has gone on in your past lives is directly influencing what's going on in now. And you've had many, many other past lives where you you tried to get out of working for someone else, always on what they're paying you, and if they decide to pay you, because back then they didn't always pay you, okay? And you would starve yeah. for months at a time and eating grass or whatever you could find until they started paying you, you could have food, and then you were in debt to them again and again and again and again. Your challenge here is to convert your work life your spirit life, your home life, whatever it is that is your life, so that it can sustain you with abundance. Okay? Your specialty yes. is child care. You've been doing that a while. Look back at that in your own area. Maybe there's something you can find that fits what you're looking for. Maybe putting together a child daycare center, going into business for yourself, Hiring the right people that aren't going to harm the children, but truly teach the children. Other concepts that put you back into a frequency that still allows you to grow. Some other past lives that are very important. You were the nursemaid to many of the elite children growing up. So in the old times, if somebody was in the elite or the aristocracy, oftentimes the mother of the child would have very little to do with the early growth of the child. There was a wet nurse or some other form of nanny that occupied the child's, most of the child's time because the first few years, it's mostly an eating, pooping, and sleeping machine. And then as it starts to come to, more and more family members begin to imprint. So you've had many lifetimes where you were that medium, you were what helped that children in. And now it's time for you to convert that energy of all that childing experience in other past lives so that you can assist parents, would-be parents, parents already that need to change, and give them the common set of techniques that can make sure that the young children, the middle-aged children, the so on and so forth, have the proper concepts brought into them immediately so that they do not go down avenues. How to project when a child is going down someplace in to enhance people's awareness. Yes, but uh, what about uh, um, that uh, job in the travel um, industry? I mean, I see this like as an opportunity for me to learn more in that area because, I mean, this is very interesting. Like, you know, travel is very interesting and tourism is uh, very interesting and... Um, couldn't that be a possibility for me to stay in that area? It is. And I want to bring Kathy in to talk about your business, your job, and your finances related to that. Hi, Daniela. Hi, Kathy. So would I be correct in saying that you're at 
crossroads within yourself to decide whether or not to fall back on something that you have done or branch out into something new that you've already just tried? Yes, yes, that's exactly what it is. Mm. And when one of one sorry. of the uh, one of the opportunities right now is for me to start working for the travel agency, which is in Bulgaria. And the other opportunity that I see for myself is to keep looking for um, a job that will be childcare related, but that that will be outside of uh, this country. It will be uh, somewhere like in uh, the UK or in uh, France or something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, you know, there's there's different ways to look at this issue altogether. Um, let me put it more like this. I don't place you in Bulgaria for all of this year. I think a move is going to happen. So whether you decide you want to do the travel or the childcare, to me, in a sense, it makes no difference what you decide today because you will find that you have a location change, which is job-related. And the reason that you will choose it is money. So... You can do whatever you want, but a bit later in the year, you will find that you get offered something that you just can't resist. So if you're in a quandary right now, you can't make a decision. I would say to you, it doesn't really matter what you choose right now, because a bit later in the year, the opportunity comes where you can't say no. Okay. Yes, yes. I I understand. Yes, it makes sense. It's comforting in a way that the decision, big decision-making process is taken off you right now because, let's say from someone like me's point of view, it doesn't matter what you choose. You could choose the childcare, you could choose the travel agency, you could choose to work at McDonald's, you could choose (laughs) to do old people. It makes no difference because later what what comes up is just, well, oh yeah, I'm going to do that. And you go. Awesome. Yes. (laughs) That's that's awesome. (laughs) So why not choose something that you find interesting or pays you whatever it is that you want and just wait and see what happens because, you know, you jump at the opportunity. So for me, it's a no-brainer. But there is a location change. So on the flip side, I would say if you're considering buying a house or doing a long-term lease on a residential place, I would rethink that altogether and maybe look at something that's more short-term or renewable so that you do not um, come across any penalties. Yes, yes. Um, I have an apartment that I am uh, actually I am renting here, but uh, I already know that I'm not going to stay here because either way, either if I take a job, either with the travel agency or if I take a job that uh, takes me out of the country, I I am not going to stay here. I I already know that. (laughs) Okay, well, that's good. (laughs) Don't make the long term commitment. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. But, I, I, you know, another interesting thing I see with you now that I look at your energy is that you've got someone in your past that's going to come back into your present. Do you have an old flame that you keep thinking about? Um, uh, kind of, kind of, but I'm not sure if this is the same person. I, I just don't know. <laughs> well, I see an old flame coming back, someone that meant something to you. Um and, of course, it's very exciting and happy to, to have that scenario. What I'd say to you about it is you think very long and hard when that comes up 
because essentially people don't change. As long as you can accept people as they are and you can accept this person not having changed, not say the right things, but the core person is the same, is that something that you want? Because you need to adapt to that and that idea for you to retain happiness. So it's a it's a big choice for you. Um, I'm not saying do it. I'm not saying don't do it. I'm saying go in eyes open. Don't expect a lot of change. Second time round, could you do it? Yes, yes. I, I you know, I am not like a hundred percent sure uh, who is the person, but. Um, you know, I guess eventually we'll figure it out. <laughs> well, it will come to you. It will come to yes. you this year. So, it, you know, I guess one way of, of uh, looking at it is when this person turns up, really take some time to think about it before you move forward with it. Because it's never as simple as it seems. And it's best that you're clear on what you think you can and can't do before you go down that road. Yes, yes. Mm. I will definitely think about it, yes. Mm. Uh, is there something else you would like to know? Um, yes, I mean, um, I was just a little curious about the past lives that may relate to this current life. Um, in in what way? What which part of it makes you curious? Um, a little bit uh, curious. I feel very related to France for some reason, and I was kind of curious. Uh, you know, what's the reason and why do I relate and um, that kind of uh, question. Hmm. You know, it's a very, I ask you this question, because to me it's a very interesting question in the sense of, I would say I see more of a future connection with you in that country than a past. Mm -hmm. I know okay. that's a bit strange, but you will find, now let's see, we're in 2016 now. I would say before it, before we reach 2025, you will already understand the connection you have with that country. Because it hasn't happened yet, it's difficult to imagine. And I don't want to tell you too much about it because it will ruin the surprise. <laughs> but, but let me just say that you are, it's like almost like your psychic sense is really awakened and heightened because you do understand the connection. You just don't know why yet. But to me, it's like you couldn't possibly know what it is yet. But when it does unfold, it's very exciting. Awesome. Yes, I, I just, you know, at some level, I feel a connection. And I was a little bit curious to find out a little bit more about the connection. But as you said, you know, I, I just don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> you can't know yet. <laughs> Not all is revealed. <laughs> right. <laughs> And have you got a sister? No, I do not. I have a brother. Do you have someone that grew up with you that you keep in touch with very close to that's a female? No, mm. not really, no. 
No, that's very strange. Oh, I have a friend, actually. I have a friend. She is very close to me, um, like a friend from across the street. We used to play together all the time. Mm-hmm. Okay, so like a sister, then, to you, in a way. Um, very close, very, very close friend, I would say. Mm, okay, she's only coming up right now because I think there's going to be some great news for her that I see you both celebrating. So, good times for her. You can let her know. Whatever it is, yes. <laughs> I think she's been waiting for it. So, it's it's a huge celebration. And for some reason, it's in your energy. So, you must partake in the celebrating somehow. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Good to know. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> what else would you like to look at? Um... Maybe I would be a little curious to find out a little bit uh, more, to look a little bit more into the area of uh, uh, psychic uh, development and uh, guidance that's coming up for me. Like, I do feel a lot of uh, development and uh, some is right, some is not quite right. I'm just sorting through it right now. Mm. Mm. You know, it's it's always a challenging time when you start to branch out and learn more. Um, you know, your your sixth sense, psychic sense, heightened perception, whatever you want to call it, has certainly been awakened for a while. And the more that you are aware of it, the more one seeks knowledge and understanding what it is and how do you harness it and, you know, is this good, is this bad? Because a lot of freaky things can happen too. Um, I would say when I look at your energy, a lot of things that you have encountered, are, I'm just going to say weird. I mean, strange ideology, weird concepts. Um, you know, one way you, for you that you can always judge whether something is solid information is it not only feels right, but to you it seems logical. Because your mind yeah. is mapped in a way that it can understand things of, let's call it the ESP nature, um, very easily. It detects it very easily. It can process it very easily. So your mind would actually translate that as logic, whereas a lot of people that don't have a big awakening or awareness would see that more as heebie-jeebie weird stuff. You look at it as logic. So when you encounter new things, new people, new energies, if it doesn't seem logical to you, it's not right for you. That's always going to be a good rule of thumb for you to use. Yes, yes. And I, I do that. Uh, I really judge a lot of the information that comes to me because, as I said, like some of it is very accurate, very right on. And I know that this is the right information. And then on the other hand, some of the information that comes is it's it's just not right. It's kind of this is kind of uh, karmic and karma or that kind of, uh, you know, it's it's just not right. This is something that is resolving, but uh, it's mm. not it's not right. Yeah, I, I understand what you mean. I mean, I've encountered that before myself. Sometimes you know, you come across information or people when they have, you know, a great following. So, you 
just by the fact that they are, you know, well-known or have a great following should endorse them in a way. But when they speak to you, it's like all you hear is mumbo-jumbo, you know, and you think, oh, maybe I'm not understanding that properly. <laughs> but in actual fact, yes. it, it, it's not about that. I mean, maybe what they say or what they teach works for other people, but just not for you. So don't don't feel any weirdness if you can't get what other people get because what it only basically means is on your path for what you're doing, it's just not right for you. And then just put out your head. Don't think about it again because that there's plenty of information out there. So not having one or two big things is not going to make any difference to your development. Yes, yes. And I always go by whatever feels right for me in terms of what I um, read from other people. I was more talking about uh, psychic information, like, you know, things that come to me directly. Because, I mean, you know, of course, you know, with one and the other, there is always uh, the level of uh, discernment between, uh, you know, what feels right er and Mm. what does not feel right. Mm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, both, I would say both one and the other. Um, Well, in that case, one of the things that I would suggest um, that help can help you with the defining things is number one, you need to be very, very grounded. So this is of the paramount importance. Um, You must make sure that your environment is very clean. So wherever, you're walking, living, uh, working, that is a very good way, um, good areas to make sure that you're grounded. Um, another thing that you can use is muscle testing. That is great. Um, divining rods, another great tool that you can use. Um, you also, for you, the sense of smell makes a big difference. It helps you with your grounding. So whatever it is for you, Um, Of course, saging an area is great, but some essential oils probably be good for you, like lemongrass, um, lavender, things like that. And the magician magician inside of you has to take what Kathy is saying and apply it to your daily life so that these psychic energies that are coming through keep coming through seamlessly. Mm, what Kathy was giving you is all the psychic information you need you need to put it in practice around you sense, like the Ayurvedic sense, you need to have these things in action around you because then your magician's energy chess game begins to form in front of you and you can see the next set of synchronicities and prepare for them so that great abundance can come for you All right, darling, we is the end of the show. Remind you, you are right on the verge of something great. Get out there and start making the magic. Daniela, it was great talking to you. Kathy, a special show. And we'll be mm-hmm. back next Monday. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Thank you so much, Anna.